1: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
0: Join us all week as we celebrate Father's Day.
2: I'll tell you, I was so proud of him. The work ethic that he put in, the determination the, the effort, the the groundwork, the travel. That's I'm very proud of that for, you know, numbers he's put up. But, you know, I'm
0: even more proud for the person he is. You absolutely should be. There we go. Driven deep to right field. There it goes. He's done it again. The amazing Matt Carpenter. Driven to right field and deep. Hey, we're back. Turning, locking. See ya. A three-run home run. Matt Carpenter building the Yankee lead. It's 8-1. Welcome back to Carricker and Smallman. I'm 101 ESPN. It is Dad's Week, Michelle and Randy. And we go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And joining us is one of our all-time favorites, Matt Carpenter's dad, Rick Carpenter, the 2014 National Baseball Coach of the Year, now retired and enjoying retirement. Good morning, Rick. How you doing? I am doing outstanding. Thank you for having me on the
1: show. Well, we're so excited to talk to you, Rick. We've talked to you on Dad's Week past when Matt was a Cardinal, but now he's with the Yankees and he's making history. He's the first player in Yankees history with six-plus home runs and his first ten games with the team. What's it been like for you to see Matt find his game again in New York?
2: Oh, it's it's been indescribable. I'm gonna leave it as indescribable because if I really started explaining it, we we'd be 30 minutes into the show. But uh, I'll tell you, it's when uh I mean he worked like crazy to get his swing back. Then he yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take off on this. Y'all can stop me the need at any point but be
0: our guest go ahead uh,
2: yes please uh, well well, he tells his agent you know his agent matter of fact his agent played for me how cool is that wow that's That's awesome (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it's a real nice setup but he tells him you know i i don't i just want to play for a select few teams matt actually got a couple offers big league offers but he turned them down because he didn't want to go there i'm not going to mention teams but he didn't want to go there, so he finally told his agent, Brian Cahill, said, you know, see if the Rangers will give me a shot at spring training and give me a minor league deal if I don't make spring training and I'll try to make the most out of it there and hopefully make the Rangers club where I can drive to work from where I live. And I have to go through all that and see he's got a family and all that. And at that point, Matt didn't have his swing back yet. So he he did That's why he didn't take those major league deals at first because he, his his comment was is you know he he knows what it was like to be bad in the big leagues and he didn't ever want to do it again. And I thought, I thought well that's pretty mature, you know that's a good idea. So he he goes with the minor leagues and he he does well, and then he didn't you know get the call. He had an opt out clause in his contract on. And he calls up the, the Rangers and said, hey, you know, I'm just going to go home. Well, they they got on the phone with him and begged him to stay, and, you know, it's going to happen sooner or later, so he stays. He continues to hit well, and it just didn't happen. So, you know, three weeks later, after that, he does come home. So, you know, we're all wondering, you know, is his career over? And the next thing you know, it you know he's sitting on the couch out in a ranch he bought in Glen Rose, Texas, out in the middle of the country, and uh, and, in, and enjoying ranch life. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's on a plane headed to Tampa Bay to meet the Yankees.
1: Wow. Unbelievable story, Rick. And we're so glad to see him having success with the Yankees right now. But as you mentioned, he worked really hard to find his swing again. And if we know anything about Matt Carpenter during his time here in St. Louis, he is the hardest worker on the field. What was that like for you as not only his dad, but as a Hall of Fame baseball coach yourself, who's really good at evaluating players, to watch Matt try to break himself down and then rebuild himself from the ground up and find his swing again?
2: I tell you, I was so proud of him. The work ethic that he put in, the determination, the the effort, the the groundwork, the travel. Uh, you know, you, you probably know all about it. But he he went across the country to a couple of hitting gurus and and a couple of friends that he played with and and hashed out with them, and and finally, all of a sudden, you know, he it started to click again, like it did back in the. You know, when he, was, when he was hot. And, you know, he was quoted, uh, you know, after this great game he had a couple of days ago, you know, he was quoted as, uh, you know, I know I've been around this game long enough to know when things are right. And things are right right now.
0: Rick Carpenter.
2: So he, he's got it back.
0: Yeah, he, he really does. And was he or were you ever concerned that at the age of 35, 36, that it just wasn't there anymore? You know, I don't think
2: he was. He he never mentioned that once. <laughs> you know, he just, he, his nose to the grindstone, and, and I'll tell you, I don't know if you guys remember me from the past, but I'm pretty emotional, so I may start crying at any point in time. you have to live with that, but, you know. <laughs> Let it out. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> I was, I've been so proud of him for the you know, effort he's put in, and, and 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 what impressed me the most probably out of all this is You know He's got a ton of pride. There's no doubt about that, but he doesn't have so much pride that he didn't turn his nose up at a minor league deal. He went to the minor league, and what made me even more proud of him is he went there and became a mentor. Not only was he working on getting his game back, he's helping people there, and he's actually a teammate at Round Rock, AAA, the Rangers, of a kid I coached at Prosper when we won the state championship in 2015, became his mentor. Now, how cool is that story? So that, cool. That's remarkable. And
0: you know what, Rick, and I, I'm sure you know this, but the Cardinals brought up so many young players over the last couple of years here in St. Louis who would refer to what a great teammate Matt Carpenter was, even... When he was struggling, uh, a young hitter was getting a a word of advice from Matt, who had been there. He's been a top-five MVP guy. And that's one of the things, A, and most importantly as a father, but B, as a guy who's involved in athletics, to to see somebody be a great teammate is about as good as it gets.
2: It, it, It is. I mean, being a coach, I mean, for me, number one is it's all about the team, not the individual. And Matt's been around that all his life. He's embraced that. And, and one year out at his ranch, he brought out Harrison Bader, Tyler O'Neill, and Paul DeYoung, and uh, and and had had a little hitting uh, set up with them. And then two years ago, I'm at Cincinnati. That's that's pretty close to my hometown of Franklin, Ohio. So I go to Cincinnati to watch Matt play. And and I'm walking around, I'm, I'm going up to get something to eat or whatever, but I'm up around the concourse and, and a gentleman steps in front of me and he goes, aren't you Matt Carpenter's dad? And I go, yes, sir, I am. And he goes, well, I'm Harrison Bader's dad. Oh, wow. And so I, 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 yeah, I shake his hand and he, and Harrison Bader's dad starts, <laughs> this is going to make me tear up because Harrison Bader's dad starts tearing up and he says, I just want you to know, that the reason that my son right now is on this tear, I mean, Harrison was really hot at this particular time. He said, it's because of your son encouraging him and working with him and being a mentor. So, wow, that's, you know, I'm, that's, I'm very proud of that for, you know, numbers he's put up, but you know, I'm even more proud
0: for the person he is. You absolutely should be. And uh, th- that's a great story. Hey, Rick, you know Matt and the swing better than anybody. You've told us about the doll rod in the in the sliding door that he he started swinging when he was a baby. So, did you know what was wrong with this swing? You know, I I could see
2: a tiny flaw, but you know, honestly, what a what a high what a good high school coach is good at more than anything is building a culture and building a team and getting kids to play hard. And, you know, it's pretty, you can't be a hitting coach to 25 people. So, you know, be totally honest with you. Yes. I, I taught Matt how to hit, and I taught him how to play the game, but it's when he went off to college, you know, I told him, I told him and my son Tyler when he went off to college that, Hey, you know, I'm not going to coach you guys anymore because I'm afraid that I'll say something to you that contradicts what your coach is telling you. And me being a coach, I know how detrimental that is. So honestly, you know, I was hands off on this. I threw batting practice to him. I encouraged him, you know, and I, I would say, Hey, it looked like you did this. So it looked like you did that. But you know, I, I, I'd love to tell you, Hey, I I'd love to beat my chest and say, Hey, I fixed the problem. But I did not. You know, he did this on his own.
1: That's awesome, Rick. Uh, now I'm going to ask you something that might be a little bit controversial. I hope that's okay.
2: Well, I won't answer it, it's too controversial.
1: <laughs> so, Rick, uh, Matt's always been known for his beautiful beard here in St. Louis. He goes to New York and he's rocking the mustache. I need to know what Rick Carpenter, Matt's dad, thinks of the new facial hair.
2: I love it because <laughs> I can't tell you how many of the, the kids, you know, we got a we got a family uh, text, of course, and the family, I don't know where my daughter got it, but she sends a picture out to the family of me when I was probably Matt's age. Uh-huh. And it, it it really is incredible because I had the mustache going when I was Matt's age. And and, and it really is incredible how, how close we look. So, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I love great. it. I love it. Hey, here's a good story about this, though. When he came out of the bathroom after shaving his beard, he walks down the hall and his daughter looks at him and goes, Daddy, put it back on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, uh, Rick, you mentioned at the top uh, in response to Michelle's first question that this is an indescribable <laughs> feeling. Is part of it because. It's the Yankees. I mean, all of us that are baseball fans, we revere the organization. So how much of this being indescribable is attributable to the fact that he's doing it with the Yankees?
2: Oh, it's, it's a lot. You know, if he, I don't care who he was doing it with. You know, I would be tickled pink. There's no doubt. But the, the fact that he's done it with the Yankees, like, you know, when he got called up to Tampa Bay, we didn't go there. We immediately got our plane tickets to the first homestand, which is a couple days later. You know, so we're up in New York, and he play he homers in three straight games in that first homestand in New York. And when he hit the home, his first home run at Yankee Stadium in his first game, I mean, it's it's hard to describe because I I just sat there and looked at it. <laughs> it, it was like what just happened. You know, it was a, it was awesome. Hard to describe surreal
1: it, it is surreal rick now uh matt's a texas boy as you mentioned he has a ranch in texas spent a lot of time in st louis which is different but uh, a lot of similarities i would say but new york city is a whole different animal so what's it been like for matt and his family to be new york city residents now
2: they decide they've got great attitudes and matt and his wife mackenzie they just got great attitudes toward life they don't get shook up over anything. Their whole deal was, you know what, we're gonna embrace this. We're gonna love this. We're gonna we're gonna experience New York. We're gonna attack the situation, you know, where you know, me, when I when I went in there for that first homestand, I'm looking around, my eyes are big as saucers and you know, <laughs> I'm wanting to go back home to the ranch, you know. But uh no, nah, he's he's loving it. He he loves the he loves uh he he loves the big stage, you know, which all athletes most athletes do you know so it's been a good thing
0: hey last thing it would have been easy and I think a lot of athletes do this Rick you make a bunch of money and things don't go well and the team doesn't pick up the option and I think a lot of athletes would just say yeah I'm good I love and and this goes back to the essence of why he made it to the majors and why he, he got into great such great shape at TCU this, at its foundation, you you use the word pride. I'm going to use the word competitiveness. It, it gives us a, a window into how competitive your son is.
2: Yeah, you don't want to play him in anything. I'll just give you that bit of advice right there because he's going to do everything he can to beat you. And that, that's the way he approaches life. And, and yeah, he, he did not like at all how the last two to two and a half years went. And he was bound and determined to get it back. And I'll tell you, I I couldn't be any more happier for him. And I couldn't be any more proud of it for, you know, turning it around and making it happen.
1: We're proud of him, too, Rick. Final thing from me, we're we're having you on because you're Matt Carpenter's dad, but he's a dad himself. What's Matt like as a dad? And what's it like for you to watch Matt be a dad?
2: Oh, I'm gonna have to take a deep breath here, real quick, so I don't cry. Because I mean, he, he's great. He, he is great. He's great with his kids. He spends every chance he can with them. You know, he, he pitches to his son all the time and and his daughter, and and you name it. I mean, he he does it for them, and and it's it's just fun for me to watch that. And fortunately, being retired and. And uh, I live out on that ranch with them, and and I've had a bird's-eye view of that. And it just makes life even more enjoyable than life already is.
0: That's fantastic. And, again, here in St. Louis, he's going to be a Cardinal Hall of Famer, but we're so happy to see Matt get the swing back and, and get his baseball career back, and especially watching it on the big stage. And we're so happy that you get an opportunity to see it all unfold too, Rick. Thanks so much for the time, and have a happy Father's Day.
2: Uh, Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all having me on here.
0: That is uh, Rick Carpenter, Matt's dad, joining us on 101 ESPN. Great to hear from him. What a great guy.
1: Awesome guy. And great response to that interview on the text line. Someone's asking if Mr. Carpenter is willing to adopt a 50-year-old son.
3: (laughs) He might be. (laughs) He might. So great to have him. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget Bit Online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com/podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.